Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Good morning. We um, are at the top of page Tuf Nun Dalit. We are dealing with a, uh, a most difficult concept, a most abstract, profound concept. Um, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Uh, the, the, the concept is the, the idea is a simple idea, but simple do, does not necessarily mean not profound. Something could be the, the most profound things are simple. They may not be complex. Complex and simple are two different things, but profound and simple are often, if not always, the same thing. The idea is tchila. What are we referring to? Soif ma'isa machshava tchila. What is the idea of tchila? We are trying, ultimately, to get a handle on where Saif Misa is taking us. Because that's where we live. We live in Saif Misa. Saif Misa is Oilem Hasiya HaTachton She'ein Tachton Lamatama Menu. The Ein Tachton Lamatama Menu indicates that this is an absolute. And the absolute in Tachton brings us to something called tchila which is also an, an absolute. It's not a derivative. Uh, it comes, it's not something that evolves or develops or emerges. It is. It always was. It always will be. It, it is. And it's, it's isness. It's being uh, is the ultimate reason why anything or everything is. Uh, er, the reality of any being is simply there by virtue of its true being. So not that we're going to see. We, we have always a, a, a problem. We think uh, in terms of Yilva, all our minds are designed that way to think in sequentially, to think linearly, um, to think in this way. But we have to put all that aside. We, it doesn't work for us. The concept of linearity of sequence is of no, uh, has no meaning at all when we're talking about the essence of Tchilo, what Tchilo really is. So let's go uh, to Tafnu and Dalid. Um, where are we? Yeah. Loi shiyesh loi tchil. Okay, so here we are. Vinimza minha atz. You know, we get on the, the preceding page. Unfortunately, punctuation is not a strong part of these maimaram. Um, Okay, bottom line, tough nun gimel, demash eina atzmus eina shaykh loimer shahu koidim lechoil. What are we ultimately dealing with? We're dealing with atzmus. There's etzim and there's everything else. Everything else is hispashtus, it's gilui, it's expressive, it's expression, call it what you like. We're dealing with, with the idea of atzmus. We can call it atzmus tchila or tchila son. Something that is not atmos is not the beginning of everything. Atmos is the beginning of everything. Um, we cannot assign a process. Atmos, so that means everything is a gilui from atmos, is hamshach from atmos, is hispashtus from atmos, none of the above. All of these categories are individuated, individualized modes of being, modes of the expression that we would call existence, 
which is totally distant from the atmos without which it would not be. So what can we say? We can say that uh, anything that exists, exists by virtue of atmos. How, where, what, when, why, that's not our problem. Etzem is the reality. Uh, anything that comes about that we can recognize or that is in any way um, uh, identifiable as a gilavi, as or as canada, call it what you like, is only there by virtue of atmos. Not that it illuminated from atmos, it irradiated from atmos, it was, nothing was even caused by atmos. It is there by virtue of atmos. There's only one reality, enoid milvadoi, that's Hashem is Baruch. The Mechuy of Hametzias, he has to be. That's all. Simple. Well, if he has to be anything else we would call being, whether we're talking about a banana uh, or uh, a sphera or Adam Kadmoin or whatever, uh, all of that is simply there by virtue of his existence. Now, the how, how what, when, and where, that's something we discussed. But the, the Iker of Tehillah is etzem. All is a product or is a matter of etzem. So something that is not atzmus, what does atzmus mean? It has no source. It's not derived from anywhere. It is not a pro- end of any process or of any sequence. It exists by virtue of its existence. Its mitzius is from its essence. Um, that can be called koydim lechol. It precedes everything. Not, not temporarily, because time is a creation too. It proceeds. It without it, there is nothing. I guess that's the best way to look at it. Shahari hu nimtza mina atzmas. Everything's the lashon here is beautiful. Nimtza mina atzmas exists by virtue of atzmas. Exists by atzmas. Rak al ha atzmas shaychlam shuhut chila koil. Only atzmas could be called chila, the starting point of all. Uh, of all means all, uh, things which are disparate, things which are particularized, things which are big, things which are small, things which are makif, things which are panimi. All means all. And if it's all, then it is not a root or a source, because the source is for something. This, this tehil is not for something. It is the beginning of everything and anything that is by virtue of etzim. Zehu. In this sense, we can refer to the Rabbinish Lahim as Tchila. Uh, again, Tchila in, in plain Lushan uh, means the beginning or the first. It is the first in the sense that there can be nothing without it. Let's, let's leave it at that. Not that it has a Tchila, God forbid. This would be Tehila Bizman means the beginning after which things follow in its temporal sequence of some sort. That's not the Tehila of Atmos. Atmos is not the getter of Zman, and therefore it is not simply a step in a process, God forbid. Rather, it existed always and forever and eternally, past, present, and future which have no meaning with respect to, to Atmos, uh, it's, it, it is there, it is a reality. There would be no time where they're not that reality. There'd be no space without that reality. There'd be no nothing without that reality. But that reality and all of those things are not related sequentially or in a visible causal way. 
וגם הוא התחיל הכל. Therefore, it is that it, everything, what's everything? Well, everything's everything. I, I don't know what everything is. I, I know my own, uh, you know, I know what I know. But Tchilas HaKoyl, whatever is, could be, would be, was, it all uh, has its being by virtue of this true being, of this eternal true uh, being. Vinyan who thinks like this, Tchilas HaKoyl, Oh, oh, so this is the beginning. So this is the source. This is the root of everything. Well, no. First of all, what do we mean by everything? Everything is only, we can use this word, only in terms of what we know. Uh, we can talk about, say, Rishtalshus. We can talk about this world. We can talk about nature. We can talk about <clears throat> whatever there is available and accessible to us <clears throat> is everything. First of all, it's not everything. It's not, not even a fraction of everything because everything is, inf- is infinite. Whatever is, and, whatever is and isn't is all part of, of everything. The fact that we refer to everything as our cosmos, as our universe, as our physical universe, our spiritual universe, what have you, is simply because that's, that's what we know. That's where we are. It's, it's not even a beginning of, of everything. Everything implies everything that is and everything that isn't. It implies all possibility of being. One cannot, therefore, one cannot call Tchilis HaKoyl the source of esospheres, the source of worlds, the source of Adam Kadmoin, the source of Kav, or even the source of Or. Because Or is a, 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 an expression, one of endless expressions of this being uh, which has properties. Be, symptom can occur in or. Or has, can be worked with. Or is a gilu, or is a manifestation. We, t- we can talk about or. Can't talk about etzim. Or is a particular, actually. It's a specific, even though we talk about or kind of it's symptom, it's, it's, it's gilu etzim, it's a spashto, saying soif, good. But those are words, and those words are applicable to or. Um, and therefore, um, the the idea of a source of, of etzim as a source, it isn't a source. It's not a mucker. It's not a mucker to them. The etzim is not a mucker to whatever is found in this world. It is a necessity for them. Without etzim, there would be their reality comes from his reality. But it is not a mucker for them for several reasons, which the Rebbe is going to describe to us. Again, the Lushan here is very, very specific. We have to be very careful with this and to uh, take into account the, uh, the refinement of this language and the care with which these words are selected. Namely, everything. Which simply doesn't tell you much. It tells you that without etzem, there, there isn't any. Um, uh, very particular, meticulous lushan that from which is found all, from which all exists. Doesn't give you any clue how, what, when, or why. It just tells you that without etzem, there's nothing, which, which means that etzem is tchilas um, hakoil. It is not a sharish, a mucker, or a root, because those, a mucker or a sharish or root is a mucker or sharish for something. And it's already limited, it's already defined, it already has, it's restricted in some way. It's part of a process. Etzim is not part of any process at all. In fact, it's the, as, as all things come from etzim, so do processes come from etzim. 
From his true being are found all being. It comes all being. It's a very, um, a, a very abstract language. A very abst- trying to deal with a concept. The concept's not even abstract. It transcends abstraction. But um, it, the language is a superb language because it is not, doesn't limit in any way at all. This is the idea that this is atzmi, this is mamish etzem. Um, again, we go back to our thinking on this, what, what originated this whole discussion, that etzem, in some way, in some, by some means that only etzem knows and only etzem produced, that being in soif, being at soif, being soif, um, touches, can, one can touch etzem. So we'll talk about this later. It goes out saying that all comes from it, all exists by virtue of its existence. This then is called, this etzem, this tchila, the specific uh, way of, of uh, of describing this tchila, tchiloson shel nimsoim, it is the being of all being. It is the being without which there is no concept of being, which without, without which being could not exist. Therefore, it's mechuyavam etzias. It's got to be. It has to be. It's the only thing it has to be. It's the only thing that is. Loi shahu b'chinas tchil shalem. Not that it's the beginning of them. Namely, we have a. Nimtzoyim, uh, we have creations, we've got a uh, universe, a cosmos, a Seder Shtalshus, we have, we have endless, endless manifestations of what we would call existence of being. Uh, not that it is the beginning of them, because the beginning of them locks it to them. It's the beginning specifically of them. Uh, the beginning of a book, Lamashal, the Hagdama, is the beginning of that particular book. The beginning of a cosmos is in some way or another uh, cosmologic. The, the beginning of a cosmos is cosmologic in that it is the beginning of a cosmos. And therefore, it's restrictive, it's limiting, and it's defined. Which is not the case of Etzim, which is not the case of Tchilosan, which is not the case of Tchilos HaKoyl. It's Shaykh to them in some way, which makes sense. The beginning of something, after all, is the beginning of something. It's not the beginning of nothing. And therefore, it's in some perhaps abstract way, in some very ethereal way, it is, it is the beginning of, it itself is part of a system. Rather, it is their beginning, namely the beginning of all. It's From his, his truthful being, what does truthful being mean? Is there a false being? No. Truthful being means that being, he is what is being. He is what is. He's the reality. He's the only reality. He's the only being. And therefore, whatever exists partakes of his being. Otherwise, it wouldn't exist. There's only one being. That's the Rabbanish law. Whatever partakes, whatever seems to be, whatever seems to exist, whatever there is, is there by virtue of his true and only being. So even in a universe with, uh, and, and in a cosmos and in the Seder Shtalshalis, one can still say with perfect certainty, Ein oid milvad doi, there is not but him. Bahindu, the fishu, atzmi. This is the concept of, of atzmi, of atzmi is, 
Again, the language is indirect because it must be. Uh, were it direct, it means that we can in some way define that some, we can some, uh, some way capture it, and we can't. Hakoil nimsa all comes from it. That we can say. That's no problem at all. This is the idea of the beginning of all. What's all? All is all. The koil ma shenimsa, whatever is. The beginning of the word is. Uh, and again, not that the is is a, <laughs> or the idea of being is a ha'ara or a gilui or a hamshacha from etzem. It's just that by virtue of etzem, it exists. Hakoel nimtza memenu yizbarach. All comes from Hashem yizbarach. Well, every child knows this, of course. You know, every kid knows where did, who, where did all the trees and flowers, where did the world come from? All it all came from Hashem. Every kid knows this. Every child knows this. Well, <laughs> the way that it's described here, and the way that, I shouldn't say described, the way it's dealt with here, uh, we come to the same idea. Yes, all is from Hashem. But um, when one ponders that, it becomes an, an awesome, awesome idea, an awesome concept, um, a, 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 tu, a truly ineffable concept. Ineffable concept, of course, that's an oxymoron. If it's ineffable, how can it be a concept? Well, that's Chasidus. Chasidus, I've mentioned many times before, if you are not in love with paradox, don't go near Chasidus. Uh, the truth of the matter is it makes a lot of sense because the Rabbani Shalom himself, paradoxical. In accordance, because of all this, this is what is an etzem, this is what, what the word we use for the, all of this is etzem. It is an etzem, it is not a mocker. Etzem cannot be mocker, or is not mocker. Mocker is a thing already. It's a something. Etzem is beyond the concept of thing or something. What that something is a mocker, a source, a root. By virtue of that, if it's a mocker, by definition, it's not atzmi. Because atzmi is tchilas hakoil. Mocker is a mocker for something. It's not a mocker for all and nothing and everything. It, the word mocker already has an implication of participation in producing what ultimately proceeds from it. So it's, it's part of the body. It's not uh, above. Umamele, yef shashihi mocker lakoil. It goes without saying that it's impossible uh, that a mocker, it could be a You can't, we can talk about tchilas hakoil. The, be, the beginning of all, because everything, God is, is that's it, that's, that's him, that's fine. Makar l'choil, there can be no makar l'choil. Why not? Being that it is a makar, which means a source, a root. How are you? Inyan prati. Now it's, it's become an Indian prati. What's an Indian prati? Something definable in some way. Maybe not definable by me. But definable at some level, in some way, it is an entity. It already is a, it's a nimtza. Uh, it already is a being of some sort. And moreover, a mucker by definition, uh, is a source or a root for something, for a prat, from so, for some specific entity. That's what a mucker is. Ukamai mucker, how I raise. For example, there's a source of Ares. <coughs> there's a source for Kalim, a mucker for Ares, a mucker for Kalim. They're not the same. At the end of the day, they are the same. They're all nimtza, they're all found from Atsem. But we're not talking about that now. We're talking about the concept of how do we know there's a mucker for Ares? There's Ares. 
<clears throat> How do we know there's a muck for Kem? Because there's Kalim. They are the source, the root of what extends after them and from them specifically. The mucker of Or is not the mucker of Kalim. The mucker of Kalim is not the mucker of Or. We talk of the mucker of Or, if, if you like, if you want to use the language, it would be perfectly all right, um, that this is a Koyachain Soif. He has a Koyachain Soif. He's <clears throat> a Koyachain Soif. Loshim Koyach already is not a getter of Etzim. It's, it's, it's his pashtus of sorts. It's, it's, it's a, a mode of Gilui. He has a koyach of ein soif, mitzad shleimus, mitzad shleimus asim. He has every akoyel, everything to is akoyel. There's also something called a mucker for for hagbala, a koyach hagvul, and the koyach habligvul and the koyach vul carry on this complex dance throughout seder shtalshlus. In certain levels, one dominates; in other levels, the other dominates. They integrate, they synthesize, they produce, they. It's with this the whole being, our whole grasp of being, the whole revelation of the, of of what we would call being is through these these dimensions of ardois fakalim in different expressions and different modes. They all at the end of the day, there's a mucker for or soif. There is a mucker for kalim koyachagvul, and we can't go much higher than that. In fact, we can't go higher than that. Higher than that is etzem. So therefore, what's that etzem? And since et nimsa hakoil, since tchilas hakoil, it's the without etzem there would be no bligvul and there'd be no gvul. They're all dependent ultimately, so called soif, on his true being. Therefore, they can be as well. Um, <laughs> okay, mukar harayu inyan prati. Harayu gam kein mukar al eza prat. Mukar in particular, ardes can what have you? Come mukar ardes. For example. The source, the mucker of Ares. <coughs> or a mucker of Kalim, or the mucker of Kalim. Demashu, mucker of Ares, what, what that you have something which we can call the source of Ares, the mucker of Ares, ain't a mucker of Kalim. It is not the mucker of Kalim, the mucker of Kalim and Ares are mamish lahefach one the other. Not exactly, but pretty much. Okay? Ares are espashtus, Ares are bitl, Ares are dveikus, Ares are ayin. That's what R is. Kalim? Ah! Hagbala, Metsiyas, Hamshacha. Totally, the fact that the two are able to get together, whoa, that's a miracle itself. There's a tremendous amount of Hasidus on this. The Yichur of Aris being that they come from a, a, an essential source which is so distinct one from the other, nonetheless, they, there's a Hizchavris which comes about through something that's higher than both of those sources. Um, but this is the fact. Each has its own mucker, each has its own source. But that, which we call the beginning of all, um, it's not a mucker because it's not committed, it's not defined, it's not limited to, it's not restricted in any manner, shape, or form. Something is a muck for everything, is not a muck for anything in particular. It is an Indian atzmi. <clears throat> from atzmus from comes all. So this again, this is what where where we are, where we are holding. It is removed entirely from whatever exists by virtue of its existence. It is, this is a beautiful language. The atzmus is removed from, distant from, detached from, totally, 
uh, from whatever is found by virtue of its existence. Remarkable paradox. Uh, here you have etzem, here you have being on whatever level you want to look at it. Uh, without the as, as essence, of course, there would be no being. On the other hand, there is no seeming connection between the two what's over this. So there is distant from one another is black and white. That's not even that distant. So it's, it's, it's a remarkable, remarkable paradox. But it has to be as a paradox. A relation uh, that there's a creator on the one hand, and put it again in simple terms, that children know about. You have a world with all this stuff in it. Yet we talk about the unity of God. God is where can God be found? He can be found everywhere. Hashem is here. Hashem is there. Hashem is truly everywhere. Well, what do you mean? How does that work? Look at all the stuff. Look at the sequence of time. Look at the events. Look at history. Look at nature. Uh, all of that uh, exists. And by virtue of his existence, nonetheless, he's totally independent from it because he's not in any way limited, restricted, or, or uh, um, compelled by time, by space, by nature, by the periodic table, uh, by the laws of physics, by none of it. There's no compulsion here whatsoever. It is a truly the miracle of being. And Hashem is everywhere. And he can, he is everywhere because he is. He's the real is. And our job in this safe which is the ultimate in disparity and in multiplicity and in mitzias and in palpability and autonomy, the essence of that, that is where we can find him. And not only that, we will find him. Why? Because in the beginning, is, is, is happy in soif. That's where, that's where you look for him. That's where you find him. That was the reason for the whole process. Why? I don't know why. That's the way he made it. That's the way Hashem Isbarach made it. So it's, we're far, far beyond Yiluim here. We're dealing with a relationship of being, which is true because he's true, uh, with Etzem, which is, which is him. Uh, okay. Umabar b'makamachar is explained elsewhere. Shetchila yoyser na'ila gam b'chinas k'aydem. Tchila, I want to bring in one point here. We have to be careful when we're talking about Etzem. <coughs> we... We can't, it's, we can't talk about etzim. Etzim is, or it's implied already here that one can't say anything about etzim because etzim is etzim. And we are products, that's all. We are beings, we are nimsoyim, which are only, we exist by virtue of his being. But we have no access intellectually or in terms, not only intellectually, but, but in any sense, in any sense of awareness, we have no specific um, Connection in, to, to, to Etzem. Um, our connection to Etzem, to Hashem Yisbarach Atzmus Ein Soif, is Torah and Mitzvahs. It's a given. It's absolute. How that works, why it works, well, it's another story. If we knew how and why it worked, it wouldn't, wouldn't be what it is. That is because that's the way he designed it. That's what Etzem wants. That's what, the way Etzem designed it. The, uh, the Soif Misa is Torah and Mitzvahs being performed in this physical world. By us, so we have a, we have an immediate our privilege to be here. I've mentioned this many times. We have our privilege to be here is to to to, to be with Etzem, to live with Etzem, to live with Tefillin, to live with Sadaka, to live with with Shabbos. This is we're living without Gilim. There's a, also there's a, I mean it's a, a multi-tiered story, but at the end of the day, it's it's an Indian Atzmi. When we talk about etzem here in terms of its relationship to being, we're, we, we, 
probably should back off a little bit and say we're really talking about etzema or, or which is mir betachlis with etzem, yechelis if you like, um, just by virtue of the fact that etzem is so distinct that even to talk about etzem as being distinct is to some way define it. Whereas etzema or, which is miyuchet with etzem, which, is, which isn't even or, it's not or, um, it's atzmius dik, it's atzmi, as opposed to etzem, um, we're probably a bit safer on those grounds. But for the time being, it really doesn't matter that much. This is a... So let's go on ahead. Explain elsewhere. The concept of tchilim is far higher, far greater, far loftier than the union of kaidim. What is kaidim? Kaidim is the beginning. Uh, um, what's the union tchila? Tchila is beginning. But the difference is that kaidim is the beginning of a sequence. It's the beginning of a zman. It's the beginning of a chain of cause and effect of some sort. It's the beginning of something. It's not the beginning of nothing. Whereas tchila, by virtue of the fact that all things, it's the beginning in the sense that all things exist by virtue of its existence, is not the beginning of anything in particular. There's a huge distinction between tchila and kaidim. Kaidim is bound to that which comes after. Kaidim, the Lamashla Hagdama, Lashen Kaidim, Hagdama of a book, is going to be a Hagdama, a beginning, uh, an initial approach. To that book, not to some other book, or not to all books, or not to the concept of book. To that book, that is the union of kaidim. It precedes. It is the. It precedes the actualization, but it precedes a particular actualization. It itself has a capacity to bring, to actualize, to precede something. But that something is defined, and the kaidim is bound to that which is defined. It's bound to that. It's that which comes afterwards. Knowing what comes afterwards, you can have some inkling of what. Proceed, yes, some inkling of the kaidim. Yesh lo yishaychas love, it is a shaykh to that which comes out of it, with that which follows it. And we're getting into a subject which we've already gone into some detail. Um, for example, the could be considered kaidim, for reasons, because it itself is, a, is something which comes from Isaris. But it could be, it is a tchila. Ratzon ha-muchlet, it's quite a tzimtzum. It is machshava. It is, it's not called ratzon, it's not a ratzon in the sense that we know of ratzon as a motivation towards something, as a movement towards something specific. It's a concept. It is an idea. It is a thought. It is a l'moshol, the ratzon ha-muchlet for all of being, for all of existence as we know it, is something which the Almighty contemplates as a very good thing, something that is shayach, that would be suitable to be actualized in some way. But it's on the level before it's actualized, before it, it becomes anything. When it becomes, uh, to, uh, reaches, or when it stimulates, initiates, or, or is messiah, or is uh, an actual desire, as opposed to simply a contemplation, then it becomes a Ratzon Mamish, a Ratzon Goli. And the Ratzon Goli is a drive on all of existence, and it will not, Ratzon Goli will not be satisfied until the last 
grain of sand is in place, is the last dimension of whatever that Ratzon Goli encompasses is where it should be as it should be. Well, how do we know where it should be and, and, and what it should be and as it should be? Because it all came, really, it all began. The kaitim of all of this was a concept, a beautiful idea of being, of existence, in which everything existed, I mean that which is above Seder Shtalshus, that which is kaitim at Simpson. It's a gilui. It is a gilui. Ratzon HaMuchlet, we call it sometimes called a hidden ratzon. Okay, hidden with respect to, hidden with respect to whoever came out of that ratzon. But with respect to the thinker, it's not hidden at all. It is a reflection of the thinker to the thought to the thinker. The thinker is a reflection of the thought of the thinker to the thinker. And therefore, all of being, all of existence, all possibilities of which we know, only of which we know, are there, uh, and they're there as a machshava uh, a, a, um, a, a of ein seif to ein seif. That's what it is. Ratzon uh, Goli is already a desire for. Here there's no desire. There's simply a contemplation, a calculation, a... Um, I'm running out of words. A... Uh, um, a contemplation, that's the only, way I, that's the only thing I can think of. Um, without it, may or may not come to reality, may or may not be driven, it may not become a Ratzon Goli, something which is compelling, something which is moving, something which becomes a mode of active process. Is Now it's simply an idea in the thought of the thinker, so to speak. That's all there, everything is there. Uh, that's the union of a Ratzon Amuchlet. That is... That's before anything. That's before even a Ratzon for existence. So again, we go back to the idea of Ratzon Muchlet, Loshna Hachlata. How many times do we have a Hachlata? Uh, nice idea, good thought. Oh, if I could only do the, I'm going to go through Shas this year. Yeah, very nice, very nice. You know, you, have, you, sit, you, you daydream that you're doing it. You, know, you think, oh, this is going to be wonderful. I'm going to, for this month, I'm going to do this Masechta, that month, I'm going to do that Masechta. Actually, it should be more along the lines of we have this week, I'm going to do this Masechta, and that week, I'm going to do this Masechta. Whatever, but the person is thinking in very, very happy, beautiful thoughts, and nice thoughts of what worthy thought, a wonderful thought. Saif calls Saif, will he, though, there be a Ratzon, which will drive, there will be of such a power and such a force, reflect the essence of that person to such an extent that he will put aside whatever has to be put aside in order to accomplish that goal, to make it a reality, to actually make it happen. That's with sweat and tears, sweat and nights, sleepless nights. Can he do it? Will it come to that? It's not so easy to come from the nice thought to the actual rotsen, which is the drive on the realization, the activation, actualization of this, of this hachlata, of this contemplation. Um, so this rotsen ha-mukhlet is called rotsen ha-kadum, the rotsen, the, the pre-rotsen, if you like, the, the, uh, which, that which precedes the rotsen golui. It proceeds, it is before the Ratzon It's the same way Hagdama is, precedes the book that's going to follow. The beginning of something, the, the introduction to something, the um, preceding stage of something, uh, by which comes afterwards all that follows. 
This is the idea of a hagdama, of, of kaidim. The kaidim then is inextricably bound to that which comes after it. And on the contrary, that which comes after it is a product specifically of that hagdama. Kamaikain, haratzen hakadum, hu hagdama l'ratzen goli. Therefore, we go back now to this idea of ratzen muhlat. We could call that a ratzen hakadum, a, a, a pre-ratzen. Um, it precedes the ratzen goli. Ratzen Muchlet, Ratzen Gully, you're off and running. The Ratzen Gully, as we already spent a lot of time discussing, becomes particularized, actualized, <coughs> permeates and animates all that that Ratzen, all that that Ratzen Muchlet had in mind to begin with. From this comes the Ratzen Hagully. That's so far, this is not, this is fine. As, as explained in uh, Mimer Adam Kiyah. Ella, Shuhu B'chinis Sip, so very important. <clears throat> we must not think of the Ratzana Muchlet, the Ratzana Gallery, even though one is a, a Hagdama to the other, even though one is the preceding stage of the Ratzana Gallery. It precedes it, it introduces it, brings it into focus. We must not see it as a the Ratzon Goloi, the, the Ratzon uh, Hamuklet becoming the Ratzon Goloi, but rather stimulating it, being uh, that the Ratzon Goloi comes from it and is elicited from it. So the Reb says, Elohu Bechinis Siba, it is the cause of the Ratzon Goloi. It's not the Ratzon Goloi, it's a Ha'ar from Ratzon Hamuklet, it's not. It's not that it's a, a Nakuda from the Ratzon Hamuklet, it's not that it's a, a Hispashtus. All of those imply a continuity, an actual visible continuity between the Ratzana Mukhlet and the Ratzana Goli. That's not the case. It's the cause, it's the Sibba, at a distance. It's still detached. It's not a Ratzana Goli, it's a Machshava. And that Machshava can, can stimulate, can be stimulated to produce a Ratzana Goli, but the Ratzana Goli and the, the, the Ratzana Mukhlet are not, are not connected in, in any visible or recognizable way. Therefore, it's a cause. It causes it. it and cause of the word cause, the word sibba, does not um, in any way bring about a requirement for a process. It happens. It happens. And it happens purposefully, and it happens in a directed way. But it's not il v'ol, it's not gilu helam. It is this causes that. V'loi is ila. It's not an ila. An ila is that which precedes an ol, uh, but the ol was already there in some form, some very, very abstract form, bittle to the ila, uh, and the ila, at the end of the day, is there in some very, very abstract form in the ol as well. That's not the case between sib and suv. Sib remains sib, but suv becomes masuvav. Uh, um, without the sib, there would be no masuvav, but nonetheless, now how does this differ? From etzem and etzem akol, the difference because it's a it's a sibba for something. It's a sibba which is uh, highly restricted in terms of what the outcome is going to be, even though the outcome is not traceable like yilva ola, yilvahelm, or anything like that. So again, very subtle, very sophisticated, very abstract concept: sibba v'suva, rotsna muchlet, rotsn goli. <laughs> this Ratzin itself, well, that Ratzin Muchlet, uh, you know something, I think, I think we, our best bet is to end here.
because the next subject is extremely complex and is going to take time, and I don't think we have that much time left. So I think we'll stop here. Amir Hashem, we will continue, God willing, next week.